Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Crofts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. We have a special interview for you today. One of the producers of the documentary, Let My People Go, Joe Altman, will join us in what? If you, if you heard my interview on Monday with Professor David Clements about the movie, you understood a little bit about Joe is that he's no lightweight when it comes to technology. We're going to talk with him a, you know, really about his background and how he came to national prominence and became the target of Antifa and Dominion and a lot of other people on the left. We're going to talk with him about his involvement in this movie, what this movie means, and why you should see it. You need to, folks. I haven't yet seen it, but I'm looking forward to it. Let my people go. We have two viewing opportunities. First one, which will feature Joe in person in Sherwood, along with Professor Clements. This is Friday night, the 19th. So you can go to Eventbrite, and I'll put the link up on the show, okay? Eventbrite, where you can buy a ticket. Now, they have moved the event, by the way, to a larger venue so more people could come to this. So just go to Eventbrite. Bright, that's B-R-I-T-E, eventbright.com slash let my people go. And you'll find it. This is a private showing, by the way. So this, this event is the 19th at 6.30. Doors open at 6. This is at the Sherwood Center for the Arts. Again, I will have this on the show plan. So we're going to talk with Joe Altman about that today. You also, then, if you can't make that one, you make the Saturday afternoon showing here in Salem. This is put on by Oregon People's Vote. The doors will open at 1230. The film begins at 1. It's $10. Tickets are available online, or you can buy it at the door. There's going to be a discussion time afterwards, after the movie, and a time of prayer. Now, where is this at? This is at 255 College Drive in Northwest Salem. I believe it's in a church. Um, I'm pretty sure it's in a church. But it's a 255 College Drive. It is this Saturday. Doors open. This is January 20th. Actually, not this Saturday. The Saturday of January 20th. Open at 1230. The film begins at 1. Let my people go. So Joe Altman will join us. Now, there's other things going on out there. Don't you, first of all, did you know that Tina Kotek wants $3 billion in new taxes? Yeah. 
property taxes, income taxes, sales taxes, and gas taxes. To do what? Build affordable housing. Her Housing Production Advisory Council has just submitted a 20-page draft report. The Oregon Catalyst has this story. An income tax increase? They write? Oregon already has the, is already the number one state tax in America for the effective tax rate according on the middle class. But now let, let's just narrow that up. On the middle class. According to CNBC. We're already number one on the middle class. Those are the people that pay. By the way, you and, if you and I, if you're working, you make any amount of money at all, you are the middle class. You're already the most taxed in the nation here in Oregon. They didn't want to raise it higher. How about a property tax increase? How do you make housing more affordable if you raise $500 million, as this report suggests, in higher property taxes? By the way, the only way you can do that because of property tax limitations in Oregon, the only way you can do that is if you have special property taxing districts, okay? How about a new retail sales tax? Now, supposedly sales taxes are outlawed in the Oregon Constitution, but we have them. The hidden business sales tax in 2019, which is that gross receipts tax, So how would they do a new retail sales tax? Hmm? How much money are they going to raise? Oh, it's interesting to note that Walmart, Target, and REI have closed stores in Oregon. Why? Because, well, they operate in pretty thin margins. And the gross receipts tax just made it worse. How about a new payroll tax? You may not know this, but we already, well, lawmakers, not, not we, have already passed two new payroll taxes in the last six years. Now they want a third one. And then they want to double the fuel tax. Well, they note here that gas taxes are for roads, not for building houses. In Oregon's constitution, the gas tax can only be used for roads or road-related things. You know, like all that fancy artwork you see on the overpasses. All those bike paths and expensive, ridiculously crazy bridges that cross rivers and other places for only bicycles and pedestrians. Yeah. So, how are they going to do that? How are they going to get around the Constitution on a gas tax? She wants $3 billion in new taxes to build affordable housing. Here, here's a unique idea. How about this? How about if they actually reduce the barriers to affordable housing, like high property taxes, like system development fees? Outrageous amounts of money being spent for this stuff. There's other news out there um, that I got to get to you. This whole Lloyd Austin thing, the Secretary of Defense, SecDef as we call him, he went after Senator Tuberville. You know, who had a hold on all these military promotions because of the um, transgender madness inside the Department of Defense in the military. The same Lloyd Austin lectured Tuberville about hurting military readiness. And what does he do? 
he keeps it hidden that he had cancer and was in, in ICU for several days. Didn't even tell the president. Didn't even tell his number two in command. You want to talk about military readiness? What if something bad had happened? I don't know, like maybe North Korea launching a, an EMP nuclear weapon off of a tramp steamer off the U.S. coast. You know, like off the coast of Oregon or California that explodes above us, creating an electromagnetic pulse that well, knocks out the Internet, knocks out your electrical grid. What if that had happened? Or maybe the Chinese send another spy balloon across us that, you know, Biden and the SecDef think is okay for that, you know, to maneuver around and collect data in real time, as we found out, that he lied to us about, Lloyd Austin, collecting data in real time on, you know, like our missile sites, stuff like that. What if that had happened and Lloyd Austin was AWOL? By the way, you should watch the video about how Trump warns, and I want to ask you this question. Can Obama be charged for killing Americans with drone strikes like he did? And he did, folks. Can he be charged for murder if the court rules against Trump's immunity claims? Trump brought that up. Now, this is fascinating because one of the Biden judges who heard Trump's lawyer yesterday argue for that Trump cannot be prosecuted for immunity, ask a ridiculous question about could Trump be prosecuted if he ordered SEAL Team 6 to kill one of his political opponents, assassinate his political rivals? What a ridiculous question. If the court rules that Trump is not immune from criminal prosecution, then that opens the door for that prosecution against Obama, because that's precisely what he did with drone strikes on Americans. Okay? Now, it's interesting to note, and callers, hang on, I'll get to you in just a second, I promise you. It's interesting to note that as soon as Trump's lawyers begin arguing that Obama could be prosecuted for drone strikes, Jack Smith all of a sudden said, no, Obama would be protected from criminal prosecution because of presidential immunity. How many ways can you say hypocrisy to systems of justice? Let's go to the phones. We'll start with Art. We got a new caller. Caller, hang on. I'll get to you in a moment. I promise. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, Tina Kotek needs to get replaced. It is not the responsibility of taxpayers to pay for affordable housing. It's not. Um, the simple fact of the matter is that housing is quite expensive to build anymore because of that, their dang policies. So she needs to be replaced, Jeff. We need to make sure that nothing happens during the legislation session that they adopt something that says our state should pay for a affordable housing. 
It's dang ridiculous. It, it is. And, and it, it, you, you point out something that is so profound, and I'm going to let you go because I need to get to the next caller. You have made an important point. It is since when is it my responsibility as a taxpayer to pay for affordable housing that the politicians have made unaffordable at every level, city, county, state? Why is it my responsibility? Somebody answer that question for me. Let's go to a new caller. Caller, good morning. Who are you? What do you have to say? Hi, this is Gwyneth. It's and, who? Uh, we all know that affordable housing means uh, multifamily housing, apartment complexes. Yep. But I think it's time that uh, we get these legislators to literally pull their heads out and, and think beyond the end of their nose that... All these apartments are just bringing more people into smaller spaces. We already have schools that are overcrowded. We're going to put more people in these district areas, already putting kids in already overcrowded schools, which is just going to make the problem worse. That's exactly right, but that's what they want, because when you pack people into cities... You can control them and make them dependent on government, right? Government transportation, government everything. You got to get rid of these people. So how do we do that if everything's aligned against us, the news media, social media? How do we do that quickly? We have to call them out without worrying about offending them. They don't care if they offend us. But we have to hold them accountable. And if that means defending them, too bad. That's part of life. Well said. Thanks for calling. Thank you for listening. Rebecca, we'll get to you on the other side of the break. 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Elon Musk says it's insane that illegal aliens can vote without identification using vote-by-mail in blue states. Welcome to Oregon and every other vote-by-mail state where you can literally sign up online to register to vote and never prove you are a real person or who you are, whether you're here legally or not. You can do that. Oh, did you know that Mickey Mouse is registered in the state of Oregon? Hmm? Did you know that? You know why? Because apparently the Secretary of State says, doesn't matter what you call yourself, if you register to vote that way and you sign your name that way, you can vote that way. I'm not kidding. You shouldn't be shocked by that. After all, it is Oregon. Tina Kotek, yes, is floating $3 billion in new taxes in Oregon. Little old Oregon. $3 billion to do what? Build affordable housing. And our last two callers put the spotlight right where it needs to be. And it is simply this. This show, as you know, is dedicated to one thing and one thing only. 
not me, but helping empower you to change your world by having persuadable conversations with persuadable people. So one of the ways you could start a conversation like that is to say, Tina Kotek wants $3 billion in new taxes from you and me to build affordable housing. Why is it our responsibility to build affordable housing? And why has affordable housing become some so unaffordable? I'm just talking a little common sense here, folks. You know, that the average person has to live their life by. That same common sense, which you can use in those conversations. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Joel, Joe Oat. Altman joins us at the bottom of the hour for an interview about the movie, Let My People Go, his involvement in it. Uh, before I go to Rebecca, I want to quickly remind you, my pillow has been fighting for election elect integrity, just like Let My People Go movie talks about. Just like Joe Altman has been fighting for. Just like David Clements has been fighting for. One of the ways you can support my pillow and the fight for el- elections is to go to mypillow.com, buy their great products, and use the discount code that's specific to this radio show, PC23. That's the acronym, the initials of political coffee, PC23. Incredible deals. They're there right now. Mypillow.com, PC23. Support your own fight for liberty. Let's go to the phones, and we'll start with with Rebecca. Rebecca, good morning. Good morning. Um, I am kind of amazed we're asking why they have the right to do affordable housing because um, it was at least five years ago that they passed the Affordable Housing Act. It was it was when we were in the we were we were meeting in in the Capitol itself, and Mike Nearman ran the opposition to it, and he talked about it over and over. Um, so I, I'm wondering why we don't think they have the right to do it. Also. Um, Antifa, if you add one more sound, becomes Antifada. And we're seeing the workout of Antifada, which means kill the Jews. You're right. You're absolutely correct. You add one letter to it. And well, it one is sound. It's, yeah, and uh, it's exactly how those people yeah. think, too, by the way. It is. Rebecca, thank yes. you. It's good to hear your voice. Are you well? Everything good in your world? I haven't talked to you for a while. Well, I have three very large things I'm dealing with. One is cancer. Oh, no. So I'll talk with okay. you another time. God bless you. Okay. All right. God bless you. We'll be praying over that for your life, truly. Let's go to Jess. Jess, good morning. How are you, friend? Very good. And yourself? I'm fantastic. Great to be talking okay. to you, man. So, affordable housing. As with most democratic sayings, it's an oxymoron. Anybody ever hear of uh, Little Davis Bacon? Once yep. you get that 
level of cost involved, everything goes up 25 to 35% right off the get-go. And like Art and others pointed out, uh, a lot of this is generated because of government policies. It's made everything very expensive. Uh, limitations on where we can build and how, how high we got to build, uh, stacking people on top of one another. No wonder why people start strangling each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, when you cram people in, this is the beauty. This is why I love to live in the country. Is that uh-huh. I can do what I want. I don't have to worry about offending my neighbors. You know. Uh-huh. But if you're in a tiny little apartment, you got to worry about offending your neighbors because they hear everything you do and you hear everything they do. Yep. That's a great well, point. Yeah, hey, affordable housing. It's a pipe, pipe dream. And, and to reiterate our it point is. again, it's not our responsibility. Heck, you know, I'm working hard enough to keep my nose out of the bleeding water. And now I'm going to be affording somebody else and 20 million illegals showing up. Shortage of housing, shortage of schools, shortage of medical, shortage of everything. And all these lollop idiots won't give up their spot in the life raft. Instead, they want to add so much to it, it's going to turn us all over. Thank you, buddy. Always great to hear from Jess. Folks, back in a moment with Joe Altman of the Conservative Daily Podcast on Frank's Speech. Back in a moment, 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you back with us on Political Coffee. In just a moment, we're going to chat with podcaster and entrepreneur Joe Altman, one of the uh, drivers behind the new movie, Let My People Go, where you can watch it twice, Friday night up in Sherwood and Salem on Saturday. He's host of the Conservative Daily podcast on frankspeech.com. Got to remind you folks, uh, tomorrow they're predicting snow here. It means it's going to get cold. What does that mean for you? Well, If your heating system is working okay, then you're good to go. What if it isn't? You got like 24 hours to get it fixed, and you know who can do that for you? Freedom Heating and Air. They built a great business for over 50 years here in the Mid-Valley by providing second-to-none emergency services. Give them a call before you have the emergency. Hmm? Doesn't that make sense? I think it does. Give them a call. They'll come out today. 503-580-1456-58014. Five, six. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. Joe Oldman joins us. Joe, good morning to you. How the heck are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Man, fantastic. I was actually on uh, your podcast with Apollo. Yeah, it, was, it was shortly after Apollo and I were attacked on the Portland waterfront by Antifa, uh, oh, yeah. you know, with a group of pastors, right, you know? Uh, anyway, yeah, it was it was it was a bad thing. I'm glad that Apollo was there, and it was great to meet him. And so, 
for our audience sake, why don't we start with, just tell people who you are, Joe, and then why you got involved with this movie. Well, so this is, uh, it's more complicated. I get, I'm a very complicated person. I think. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> okay. I'm a guy that's been in business for a long time. Uh, I was a tech CEO for over a decade. I'm a two-time Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year finalist. Um, I've, uh, I own gun stores and ranges and, and, uh, you know, I'm a father and a, and a husband, um, of 22 years. And, and, uh, frankly, I just, a, a guy that found myself in the middle of all this quite by accident. Um, I got involved because I was on that call with Eric Coomer on the dominion deal where he said that Trump's not going to win. Don't make sure of it. I'll make sure of it. And from there, it led me into do the research on dominion voting systems after I got sued and and said, okay, is it possible that Dominion was actually involved in the in the stealing of the election? So, you know, that kind of led me down to the, you know, standing up and, and watching the, the American people get gaslit and looking at it from more of a mathematical standpoint, not from a, you know, wear a tinfoil hat, everyone's running around trying to, you know, say that the that some sort of spaceship, spaceship beamed in and, and changed the votes. It's, it's, it's much more uh, innocuous than that. But so... That's, that's how it started, and uh, how it's going is, is that we've been able to uh, build forensic models on uh, the mathematics specifically and uncover fraud in, I think, uh, 23 out of 50 states um, that I've looked at. Or actually, I've looked at about 20 states, and there's 23 states I think that everyone's looked at. So, um, And so now we're just at that place where we're starting to break free. Elon Musk yesterday uh, tweeted out about about a dozen times of the fact that we need to have paper ballots in person, must have an ID, got to be a, a, uh, a, a citizen. And then uh, Andrew Tate got on board, and then you saw a Democrat out of Bridgeport, uh, Connecticut, came out and said that the uh, mail-in ballot system is uh, fraudulent. So, I mean, it, it, it is now starting to take hold that even the Democrats are starting to recognize that if the voice of the American people is not preserved, then we are in big trouble. And so um, the gaslighting of the American people is falling by the wayside, and I think over the next couple of months, we're going to start seeing uh, us throw out the machines and the mail-in ballots and get to a system that has uh, transparency. That is starting to happen across the country, isn't it? You know, various counties have decided to go to hand counting and, and some have decided to do machine balloting with hand counting. Others have just literally canceled their contracts with the machines and are only doing hand balloting. And I think it is significant that now you're getting... Democrats, which can no longer ignore it, because you, I, I want to go back to Connecticut, because, you know, you follow this stuff like I do. In Democrat enclaves, there are judges throwing out elections. Why? Because of ballot stuffing and fraud in the elections. At some yeah. point, do you think that we get some th- there's enough of a bubbling up, Joe, through through your podcast, through this radio show, through social media through Elon and, and others on X. Do you think there's enough bubbling up that enough people will say, we've had it, we got to get away from machines and go to hand count? Well, I think that, I think the answer to that is yes, but the prescription has, has been over the last 2000 years, the people. And so there is a, a certain amount of density. There's a certain amount of uh, public discourse that has to happen in such a way that force is exerted upon evil. And, and you can't call stealing the voice of the American people anything other than evil because it's enslavement. It's the actual definition of enslavement when you're, when you're being pushed down on and, and uh, told that you have to do a certain thing and the people have no, no sort of ability to have a conversation and or 
um, uh, change the system in such a way that it, it favors the people. So I think it is happening. I think courage is more infectious than fear. I think that as we start examining all the facts and we're looking at um, the, the left, there, there's a there's a divide that's happening between the leftists and the and the and the establishment. Make no mistake, the Republicans are just as guilty as the Democrats yes, they are. on the yes. establishment side. Yep. And and these people are are so afraid of the grassroots. They're so afraid of, but it, they're starting to be, create what are, what I like to call unlikely alliances. And those unlikely alliances are, you know, can we have conversations in the most um, disadvantaged environments? Who are saying that hey, it's the it's the white people in suburbia because that's what they've done. They've created divides based on race, religion, political affiliation. Um, that that need need us to come together as Americans. You got Americans on one side, establishment on the other, and I, I truly believe that we're getting there now. But it, it is going to take force. It is going to take an amazing amount of of uh, sacrifice that could up to and including, you know, going to jail, being hurt, having people that are inside the establishment that are willing to exert force in such a way that, that, uh, they ignore their duty. You know, I'm talking about police officers, military right, personnel right. And, and do harm to Americans. And, and if you're not willing to stand up and then you don't understand the value of the last 250 years and the value Amen. of the sacrifice and spill. And so that, that's where we're at right now. And, and frankly, I'm willing to give up uh, my life my fortune and my sacred honor in order to make sure I protect my brothers and sisters. And, and I grew up super poor. And so having the opportunity to give other people in, in our community, in our country, the ability to have the American dream, I think is what it's all about. If we don't get our elections right, none of that can ever happen going forward. We're talking with Joe Altman. You can catch his daily podcast on frankspeech.com. The podcast is called conservative daily podcast. Now get signed up for it on Frank's speech, because I get alerts on it whenever the podcast is up. You can, too. You can hear Joe and his co-host, Apollo. Um, all right. So, Joe, how did you and why did you get involved with this movie, Let My People Go? You know, David Clements is probably one of my favorite people, and um, he has an amazing amount of courage. He's a lawyer. Uh, he was a professor um, uh, at a law school. So he uh, he was a prosecutor formerly. And, um, you know, I got involved to help David kind of sort through what, what the, what the, the narrative was like, how, how do we actually break through the narrative of what's true and what's not true? And so we broke down step-by-step step the dominion lies, the lies by the CEO, the lies of Eric Coomer, the lies of, uh, you know, Ruby and Shay Freeman in, in, uh, Georgia, and, uh, then started putting together all the math and the, the science and the, and the factual basis of what, what, so that people can understand it. And, um, so I had to get behind that. And then, uh, obviously, you know, David is the architect and the, and he's, uh, gone through the production with a few other, uh, really great patriotic people. And, um, and so, uh, you know, it's, it's, I believe, I don't mean it a lot because obviously I'm, I, there's, there's a, there's a point by which we, we realized that dominion was the problem. It wasn't, you know, nefarious behavior, although that does play a part, um, that the machines and the mail and ballots were a part of it. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's probably the most, it's probably the most substantial documentary in the last three years that tells the story. And frankly, I had to be the one to be a mouthpiece to push stuff out on it because, um, it truly does kind of break open the, the reality of what's happening. Folks, uh, Joe and, uh, professor Clements are going to be in Sherwood, a week from this Friday night, 
on the 19th for the showing. You'll be able to meet them and talk with them. And I want to thank Don Powers, my, my good buddy, for for really uh, pushing this and help helping put it together. In fact, by by making it a bigger venue, they had to move it. So, folks, you and I'm going to have on the show plan. It's an event bright. You can buy tickets. You can have an opportunity to meet Joe in person, hear from him, engage in discussion with both he and Professor Clements about what is, folks, if we lose this next election, this republic, this constitutional republic is finished. And we can't allow that to happen, Joe. And I so appreciate your dedication. You got 30 seconds, kind of wind this up. Well, you know, God is at the helm. He's sovereign. He relies on us. To do his to do his good work and and frankly um, what's right is rarely popular what's popular is rarely right and we have an obligation to each other to, to our other brothers and sisters even ones we don't know even ones that won't stand up for themselves um, to give of ourselves selflessly in order to serve the Lord so if we want restoration we have to be willing to push towards it and sacrifice for it and anything short of the sacrifice Jesus made just amen joe thanks so much for joining us joining us i'll see you on the 19th in sherwood i'll see you there god bless you, god bless you too back in a moment it's 6 48 Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is that power of Buick GMC talk line. Yes, you can. You can absolutely watch this movie and meet Joe Oldman and Professor David Clements in person, January 19th. Doors open at six. It's in Sherwood. It's the Sherwood Center for Arts. The program begins at 6.30 and there's a VIP uh, meet and greet in backstage um, with both Joe and Professor Clements. So you can... Buy tickets for this event at eventbrite.com. It's eventbrite.com slash let my people go. I'll have that up on the show plan and you can learn more about this. But more importantly, you could you can figure out that this might be a great opportunity for you to share this with other people. It might be eye-opening for them. A lot of people, you know, as Joe pointed out, folks, there's a lot of people starting to really figure out what's going on here, and a lot of them are Democrats. Friends, i got to remind you, if you're looking for a contractor that absolutely has your best interests at heart, you should talk to Eric Azor at RighteousRenovations.com. Now, how do I know that? Well, first of all, I know Eric. And I'm absolutely convinced, based on what I have known by working with him, number one. And number two is looking at his website, RighteousRenovations.com. 
He's a guy who really does take care of his customers and listen to their concerns and does it right their way and doesn't make their life miserable. Just go look at RighteousRenovations.com. Look at the great before and after photos and the great customer testimonials. Go with confidence. Hire a contractor with confidence. If you hire Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. Nancy writes, good morning. Regarding the guy in the hospital, that's the Secretary of Defense. (laughs) And something happens. It would be a sad state of affairs if anything happened, if someone couldn't take over. Everyone knows you train to take over if the guy who's supposed to be there isn't. What are they supposed to do? Run around flapping their arms like chickens saying, oh, my God, the boss is gone. The boss is gone. What are we going to do? As the bombs fall, if our military runs like that, we're in hopelessly big trouble. Well, we are. Because a woke military led into this, starting with Barack Obama, folks, a woke military began adopting these policies that make us really unsafe. And Lloyd Austin has continued that because Barack Obama is still in charge of Joe Biden. Yeah, we're in big trouble, which is why we have to reelect Donald Trump. I got other emails and I'll get to them, but I got to go to the phones. We'll start with Kathy and we'll move to Rich. Kathy, good morning. Good morning. Um, I don't want to sound discouraging to anybody or anything, but every time I hear people say we've got to win this election or it's over, we got to remember that the Dems are feeling the exact same way. Yes, they are. I agree. And they're scared. So I think that's why they've become so lawless. Well, all right, but but here's the difference. Yeah, you're right. They're scared. They're scared that their agenda to transform America into this socialist utopia, which was Barack Obama's mission. Right. They're scared that Trump and we, the people, America first, will stop it. We're scared that the great foundations of this nation, our constitutional republic, will be over and compromised And the future is done in terms of freedom. That's the difference. They want tyranny and government control. We want freedom and liberty. What I'm trying to emphasize is that the battle is real. Yes, it is. It is. And um, And it starts as a spiritual battle, and then it moves on to a political battle that each one of us have got to be involved in. We need more Edward Snowdens. Yeah, I don't like what he did. But honestly, I'm glad he did it because he exposed exactly the deep state and what they're doing unconstitutionally to each one of us. Thank you, Kathy. Rich, you're up next. What's on your mind? Uh, first, you couldn't have said it any better, what you just said. You need to write that up and have that for everybody to be able to see all the time. Congratulations. Thank you. Next, the Democrats as you said, are pushing their agenda. But what they don't realize is they won't be in charge when this is all done. It's going to be somebody else, whether it's a guy named Rodriguez, Maduro, Castro, Ching Chao Ping, or whatever it's going to be. They don't realize that by them cheating at voting, 
they're actually destroying themselves. Because ultimately, that's what communists do, don't they? They eat oh, yeah. their own. No, it's uh, they have to go to political rehabilitation camps. Or How does Putin do that? They fell out of the third floor window when they live on the first floor? Or their jet gets shot down on takeoff. Yeah, or Funny how somebody, that happens. Or someone has a radiation pill in their drink. Nah, we're just conspiracy theorists. <laughs> and talk to the people that are dead, huh? <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, so the reality is is uh, the wrong people are going to be in charge if we don't win this election. Well, it's not going to be the people that they think that it's going to be in charge eventually. You could, you right. could put this all, you could all the way back to, what's his name, Dog Hammarskjöld in the U.N. when he got shot down? Yep, yep, you're right. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It's good that you remember that. Rich, thank you as always. Good to hear your voice. Doug all writes right. an email. If government didn't cause so many burdens on individuals, they would be able to care for themselves instead of expecting government to do that for them. The high priests of Babylon, America, believe that we are well fortified and protected. When you shower with your daughter, that's all we need to know about you, Joe Biden, to those who believe they can be ignorant and free, you desire what never was and never shall be. When injustice happens to one man anywhere, it happens to every man everywhere. That was Thomas Jefferson. And by the way, if voting your entire life brought you this Babylon America, of what use was your vote? Well, voting fraudulently brought us this Babylon America because we have a long history of voting with integrity that preserved and advanced the cause of liberty. Paul writes about Lloyd Austin and the tax increase. I heard on the news this morning that the White House has now decreed that whenever there's an absence in one of the departments that the chief of staff be notified. Our SecDef is not doing that, just shows a lack of respect for his boss. You or I would have to have some sort of surgery, didn't tell our boss, do you think we still have a John upon our recovery? On tax increases, why not use some of the reported $5.6 in surplus that's being reported to go back to the taxpayers as a kicker? Well, he laughs about that. Yeah, they'll come after that when they realize they don't have the votes for a tax increase, especially if they want to push it this February. This is an election year, after all. I wonder how people would respond to that. $3 billion in new taxes is what? Tina Kotek Wumps. I'm back tomorrow. I hope you are too. See you then. Pray and be active.